everyone, and welcome back to Inside Art Scroll, where the books you read and the people who write them come to life. Today I am joined by Rabbi Heshi Kleiman, best-selling author of Praying with Fire, Yearning with Fire, other wonderful works. Thank you, Rabbi Kleiman, for being here. It's a pleasure to be here. Now we'll get into your amazing books, which have impacted literally thousands of people all over the world, changing the way they daven, changing the way they yearn, for the Geula, and really changing their perspective on Ruchnius and their connection with the Rabbanish Leilam. But I would love to hear, just for a couple of minutes, a background, where do you come from, who influenced you, and how you got into the business, so to speak, of writing and influencing people. Uh, okay, uh, it, the story is a very uh, a, ordinary story. Uh, I grew up in Borough Park. I went to Torah Samus Elementary School. Uh, I was a Pirche boy, 14th Avenue, uh, Rabbi Trank, uh, Rabbi Label Katz. Oh. Uh, I grew up with, uh, in fact, we even went to camp uh, with some of our uh, Perche leaders who were counselors. Uh, this was a very tight-knit group. And uh, I, uh, my older brother went to the mayor in Brooklyn, so I followed suit. And the mayor for me was a, a wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, uh, my, so to speak, Rebbe, I, all the Rebbeim that I had were wonderful, but the one that I really, uh, I connected with the most, I think, was Roshmur Bruni, Zechot Tzadik Bracha. Oh, wow. And Roshmur Bruni, in the yeshiva, you had to be there two years. I stayed in Extrasman, and I would have stayed there longer had they not kicked me out. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was very fortunate to have a Kesha with uh, my Rebbe. Uh, although I lived in Borough Park, and I had a car, I chose to dorm, and uh, one day after uh, Shia, Rebbe's walking home, and I saw him, I speeded up, jumped out of my car, I said, Rebbe, maybe I can take you wherever Rebbe wants to go. And he said, well, you know what, uh, can you take me home? And after that, we had a kesher, and uh, 10 days later, he had to go to the doctor, he came over to me, and he said, oh, Efsha, I can take him to the doctor. I, it was a wonderful, wonderful kesher. Wow. His sheer was sublime. It was, it was a, a mad, you know, that you, you mentioned Rabbi Trank. Rabbi Trank was famously a very, very close Talmud uh, yes, of Shmuel Birnbaum. Yes, that is correct. And afterwards, right. Shmuel Birnbaum, Dech Tzalek Bracha, the Lumbus and the Hasmada, and just the, uh, the love of Torah uh, oozed out of him in, in everything that he did. Uh, the famous uh, story with Shmuel was he was not Masada, before the end of uh, Seder. Seder ended the next day, it was eight o'clock at night. And by my chasana, uh, I had the schus to have the Rashiva being Masada, and but the chupa was 8.30, because uh -huh. the Rashiva was To accommodate not, his schedule. Yeah, absolutely, wow. yeah, you want the Rashiva there, you have to accommodate him. So I grew up uh, in Borough Park, went to the mayor, and um, like, you know, like everybody else, I was a Pirche boy learning in the mayor, uh, specifically into, how did I get into writing? Uh, I had a chabrusa. Uh, I, I needed a chabrusa during the day. But Hashem, I was able to spend my time during the day uh, doing things other than uh, kind of running to, uh, to Manhattan to work, Baruch Hashem. I was uh, learning up a storm and um, I, I needed to get a chabrusa during the day. So I saw somebody left a flyer in a shul of a phone number. I was learning with my shver, he was a rub, a big tamachachem. We were learning the daf. 
And it wasn't just learning, that was a couple of hours that I invested uh, during the day. And uh, when we decided, okay, we both have to go to the next step, whatever that might be. So I needed to get a chabrusa, and I, I saw there was an ad for, in, hanging in a shul for a phone number, and I called the guy, and he wasn't for me. And then I said, by the way, uh, do you, can you recommend? He said, yeah, my chabrusa, who I just broke up with, uh, he's available, give him a call. I gave him a call, and, uh, you know, we talk about things, uh, I had called him the whole summer, didn't pick up the phone. I said to myself, this is the last time I'm calling this fellow. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't pick up the phone, it's not for me. Of course, he picks up the phone. He was in Eretz Yisrael. And we have been the closest of friends ever since. He's a tzaddik. Mamashit, tzaddik. He's unbelievable. And we would learn during the morning until about a quarter to 12. Could you reveal who it is? What? Could you reveal who it is? Uh, my great friend, Rabbi Mordechai Gelber, uh-huh. who uh, heads Hakel, people that know Hakel and Flappus, and he's Mama Shatzadik, those that know him, unbelievable. Uh, I don't know if he'll be too pleased that I mentioned his name, Sharia Mordechai, but uh, he's an unbelievable individual. And when I would drive him to the train to go to work, for him to go to work to Manhattan, we would always have these discussions about what's going on kind of in the world and in, in Klal Yisrael. We both had an affinity for like, let's try to do something for Klal Yisrael, so to speak. He had his own and I had my own. And one of the areas was tefillah. Mm-hmm. So he being an attorney, and he knew how to write, and I knew how to write a little bit, we put together a proposal for Flappish. This is the true story. And we went to a Rosh Hashiva and we sat down, I knocked on his door, we sat down, we said, Rosh Hashiva, he was an Odom Godel. Uh, uh, and he says, sorry, I can't do anything. What do you mean? He says, I can't tell Rabbanim what to do. Go to Rav so-and-so in Flopush, sit down, talk to him. I went to Rav so-and-so, who I happened to learn with in the mirror many years before, he knew me, I knew him. And when we showed him the proposal, he says, I'm telling you up front, there's not much I can do. I said, what? How, how could that be? Somebody needs to do something. We need to be mechazik tefillah. So my chavrusa looks at me and says, so why don't you do something about it? Why don't you write a book? So I said, you know something? I think I will. So I had been giving shiurim, and people said to me that uh, your style is, it, you make things sound so like easy to understand, like it's so straightforward. Why don't you? So I wrote the book in Hebrew. And then somebody said to me, no one's going to read it. Russian Kurdish. So I had to write it in English. One of my kids said to me, Abba, who's going to read your book on Tvila? And he was absolutely right. He was 100% right. But then, of course, I needed an editor. I went through three editors. They were all very good, but they weren't my style. Mm-hmm. I, I, I write with a tinge of irony, a tinge of humor, kind of a little bit you know, out of the box, if mm-hmm. you will. Sure. And then my Chava, Ramorachai Gelba, said to me, there's a book, there's an editor, uh, she edited the book for Shmir Saloshin. She's wonderful. Her name is Hannah Nesselbaum. Uh, uh, par excellence, she is yeah. unbelievable. Mrs. Nesselbaum is oh, fantastic. She's, she's everything. And 
I reached out to her and she said, you want to see the way the Abishta works? She said to me, I'll never forget, she says, you know, you called me just this morning. I just finished editing my last book. Today, I now have free time. What do you want me to do? So I said, I write a lesson a day, which I need people to read it and to process it. My, my wife is a therapist. It's like you need the time in between to read it, gain the inspiration and say, okay, take a step back. What am mm -hmm. I going to do to internalize it? Uh, she said, send me a couple of days. I did. She sent it back and I looked at it and I said to myself, where have you been hiding? Unbelievable. Wow. And she, this, been she helped you turn the lessons into a book? Uh, yeah. Well, what year are we talking about now? Uh, this goes back, what? Uh, 2005? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. No, yeah, around then. 2005. The truth is, it took me four years to write the book. We're talking about the, your original Praying with Fire, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And the truth is, I already knew in my head what the book should look like. But every time I wrote it, I put it down going, what, why am I doing this? Like, you know, I, and then, then I would pick it up again and pick it up again. And then finally I realized that uh, someone's got to do this. How, how did you compile it? Were you going through classic works on the Siddur? Did you have certain sources of inspiration? Was it your Rabbeim? Uh, how would you say so you did that? Throughout the years, when you learn certain things, I always... Again, inspiration to me is a wonderful thing. Uh, Ruchnius is a wonderful thing, but the shoyrish, the root of Ruchnius is Ruach. You've got to do something with it. Rav Dasla, who's, I, I love Mechtav Melio. Rav Tzadik, uh, they, they're all up there. They're like my Hall of Fame list, if you will. Uh, Rav Dasla writes, when Kleiso was Eula Regal, imagine, everybody from the towns went out to greet them. It was literally... I'll use the word Lahabdol, a parade. And they were going and they were playing the instruments and Klal Yisrael is coming and, and they come to Yushalayim. Can you imagine Yushalayim HaKodesh, there's the Migdosh. And what's that sound? Oh, that's the Levim with the Shear. And what's that? That's the Kayhanim, the Korbanis. What's that what we see? I mean, there's like everything. Tremendous inspiration. And the Pasuk said, you got to bring a Korban. What do you mean? Look at the inspiration. I remember when we had to see Mashas. Just driving up to Giant Stadium and coming in and, and looking at the seats and the places filling up. And you see the Gedolim and you see, you see everybody coming and it, you're filled with, with the Chavivas, Allah, for Klaizel, for Torah, for the Abish. I mean, you're totally like, this is unbelievable. This is mind-boggling. I can imagine, or maybe I can't imagine, what the inspiration must have been for anybody who was Eula Regal. Mm -hmm. But what do you got to do? You got to bring a Corbin. Why? Said the Mechtam Inspiration alone is not enough. You have to be koina, you have to take that inspiration that you have, do something. Be koina through a maise, that's the Rambam. The actions that we do, it enables us to internalize it. The thought and the feelings that we have that is really like ephemeral, it's, it's kind of like in the luft. It's ruach, it's the wind. The next day, the wind stops blowing. I don't even remember that yesterday the wind was blowing. So when I would learn things, I would kind of say to myself, okay, so what am I going to do with this? How is this going to impact on my life? And when I would go through Mechtam and again, I kind of knew in my head what I thought needs to be done, let's say, for tefillah. I would keep index cards, and I would work out the chapters and the details on the index card, and I would just slot in what I read. Mm -hmm. If I read this to your side, I'd go, yeah, this is the strategy, how to have Kavona. I, I, I knew kind of, I knew the 
what the book would look like, but everything was in, if I can just open up my head and spill it out on the paper, I wouldn't have to take the time to write everything. How would you summarize your, what you think has been your effective approach to tefillah? Why do you think your books, which Baruch Hashem have been very, very well received all across the globe? Well received, because I must tell you, Oshkol did a great job. My, I, seriously, my editor, my Mr. Nesselbaum, Mrs. Judy Dick, over here in Arts Grove. Sure, no, one's, no one better. Are you kidding me? I mean, the, the, again, these are, this is the Hall of Fame of, right. of, of Jewish philosophy, of, of, of Yiddishkeit throughout the ages. You know, we marvel at Ravina and Ravashi. Ravina and Ravashi, they were Masada the Gemaras, right? So they are the ones, they're, they're the Hall of Fameless. You've got the Arts Grove people and the editors, they do unbelievable things. There is a tremendous amount of credit to those who make it happen. Absolutely. But ultimately, you're responsible for what's inside the okay. book. And uh, like I was saying before, there's something about your approach. It's very down-to-earth. You bring stories to buttress your point, um, and you're offering very practical advice. But again, is that how you view it? And why do you think people connect to that? Okay, there are two things. Number one, I'm a regular two-feet-on-the-ground individual. I'm a regular, regular uh, Brooklyn kid. Grew up in Brooklyn. I went to camp. I played sports. I'm a regular guy. You know what I mean? It happens to be, for some reason, uh, the Abish to put me in a situation to be able to have the time, the ability, uh, and the connection, as I mentioned the story. It's interesting. When I started to write the book, I became a rubber of a shul in Flappish. I was kind of drafted in. There was a shul that had a rav, the rav left, right before the Yom Naroim, and they asked me to come, and I was the rav for Yom Naroim, and they said, oh, would you stick around? Mm -hmm. And I stuck around for about a year, and then I realized I can do much more. I can accomplish so much more because it, it took up too much of my time. time. And I don't know if it was the right decision. You know, everyone does not learn from, you know, you need a specific rav that, that connects with you. But uh, Baruch Hashem, I found... And Yishver was a Rav as well, uh, right? That is, that is correct. And that, that shul is where your son, Rav Daniel, is now that, the Rav that, that is in correct. Flappish, yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's doing uh, unbelievable, unbelievable yeah. work. Yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem. And we're very proud of him. Um, so it, 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 there are two things. It's got to be down to earth. It's got to be with clarity. A lot of people are familiar with a lot of things in Yiddishkeit. Uh, whether it's tshuva, whether it's amuna, whether it's tefillah, whether it's geula. And we kind of know uh, the headlines, which is very good, but people have a lot of questions. And I get emails all the time, and I get questions on the phone all the time. I'm sure you get questions. So people, people, tell you, people probably tell you, listen, I daven, I have a tremendous amount to cover, and I'm trying my best, and it's just it's not coming, right? That's why we wrote a chapter... Uh, uh, Finding answers to unanswered prayers. Because, you know, when I write a book, I don't write for the things that I'm thinking about. I write for the things that I think everybody else out there is thinking about. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, I kind of like get a sense, and I don't know how, I don't know why and how it works, but I, I kind of get a sense of, you know, what's, what's bugging people? What, let, let me interrupt you for a second. Because we're limited on time, right. we can't go through all your books. Right. Give our viewers one tip, the biggest, most profound, effective tip that you think people could take with them that will transform their daily prayers into uh, a whole other experience. What would you um, say it is? Okay, so let me expand that 
in all areas of Yiddishkeit. Emuna, tshuva, make things real. The difference between emuna chushis and emuna sichlius. Emuna chushis is experiential. Emuna sichlius is intellectual. Rashi tells us Noyak was miktane amone. Why? Because they had emuna sichlius. That's namshat. That's in the Chaya Ilam, that's the disciple shot in Pashat Noyach. And Rabbi Yerucham says there's the difference, the old one. We know the difference. It's, 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 it's like from one end of the world to the other. Make things real to you. Everybody knows we're all Maminim of Maminim. But the difference is how real is it? How vivid? If it's real, it becomes relevant. And if it's relevant, it becomes something that I feel that I need to do to enhance my life. And therefore, it's something that my heart tells me i got to do. The heart rules over the person's so in, a, in a practical sense, how, yes. do you do, how do you do that? How do you make your tefillah real? So, so take the situations that a person has. When you say, and think about the things. I woke up this morning. Stop. Uh, uh, be mindful of the fact that it's real. The Abishta is the one who actually gives us the koyach to be able to come here, to be able to sit in a chair and to speak with you, to be able to do all the things that we do. When you have a moment and you feel, wow, whether it's something that you saw, something that you did, something fortunate that happens, and even something unfortunate, if you feel that this is out of the norm, take that moment, stop the frame, stop for a moment. It takes a couple of seconds, internalize the way you felt. That's what mindfulness is all about. Get not into what happened, get into the feelings, and then keep a list of those things. That will help a person to build slowly. I remember the old Polaroid camera used to take out the film and see the dots connect, 60-second land camera. Mm -hmm. The dots are the incidences, the experiences that we have. Eventually, this experience and that and the others will all start to connect to create the picture that the Abishta runs the world. Mm -hmm. The Abishta runs the world. I will have a Muna, I will have a Tochen. I want to connect, I want to have a relationship. I'm looking forward to the Geula. I want to do tshuva, I want to get closer to him. Everything now falls in line. Interconnected. Yes, if you can connect with him, if mm. you make it real and gain clarity, then, wow, Yiddishkeit is an unbelievable experience. Wow. And that's something that we can... In fact, now we're going to be doing this tshuva initiative because when Elul is in September and everyone back from their well-earned vacation... It's an opportunity to get everybody to grow. If, if we're doing tshuva at 58%, another couple of percent, let's get it into the 60s. And if you're doing it in the 70s, let's get it up into the 80s. And if you're doing it at 15%, let's get it up to 20. Who knows what that little extra percentage means in terms of more panosa, more shalom, more gesund, more nachas, for the world, what we mm. do impacts on the world. It's real. It's actually happening. We are the ones through our maizim. The Abishta loves us. He's saying, give me an opportunity to give you bracha. Open up the channel. Mm. Give me the so-called ability, if you will, 
to be able to be mashpia bracha to you. Come closer. The muscle that I give is, you go to a restaurant. They're going to charge you. And if I have a, a big event, they're going to charge me. But what happens if the restaurant owner is my father? And I'm making this chasen. He's not going to charge me. We are bonim. He wants to give us bracha. And it's not going to cost a lot. He just wants us to get close. He wants us to feel that we are as close to a parent that we are close to the Abishta. Now, I want to get into this Chuvu initiative, yes. which, you're, which you're launching, which is actually incredible. You know, usually as the years go by, people slow down. Rabbi Heshi Kleiman, you seem to be picking up speed. <laughs> you're not slowing down. You well, you know, the older we get, the bigger bracha that the Abishta gives us, that we get to live another day. And therefore, it's all the more reason why we need to do more. The well, Abishta gave us life for a reason. That's an inspiring perspective and, and definitely a healthy one to have. Can you imagine if we get hundreds of thousands? I'm a dreamer. So let, let, let's, let's right. uh, for our viewers here, get back to this. Okay. You're, you're launching a Chuva initiative. Yes. Where did you get this idea and what's your end game? What, okay. what do you want to do with this? Uh, okay. So years ago, about uh, 12, 13 years ago, uh, it dawned on me that, and we are Baruch Hashem, uh, from the Art Scroll book, Praying with Fire, we got tremendous positive feedback. And everybody kept on saying, it changed my life, it changed my life. So I figured, one second. So then every single shul, a Rabbi Yisachar friend called me up one day and he sent me an email going, every shul should be doing this. And if it's good for Rabbi Yisachar friend and Ramatasio, they were all on board, were small that, I figured, you know what, let's try to get every, so, we launched initiatives. I would go down to cities. And anybody in any cities out there, if you want, four years ago, we did it in Dallas. And when I go to the city, I spoke 13 times in every school and every shul. On, on what topic is on this? On whatever it is. So we did it on Shuva, then we did it on Tefillah. Northeast Philly, in the Kailal, we did it on Shuva last year. This year, we're doing it on Tefillah in Elul. Uh, we've done initiatives in... Uh, over 155 shuls. Uh, we've done, uh, let's see, if I can look at my uh, list over here. Uh, Baltimore, 12 years ago, we had 24 shuls, 2,000 people. We did a scene on a Monday night, Ramona Willie came, Rashmul Kamenesky, we had close to 1,000 people. Uh, we did it in Toronto, Seattle, St. Louis, Dallas, uh, parts of Miami, Philadelphia, Great Neck, uh, parts of Brooklyn, Bur uh, Bergen County, uh, Zeb Cohn was the first shul in Chicago. So if we can get other cities to be mechadik, can you imagine a shul, everybody, Ba'achtus would be doing a lesson a day. Pick your own book, great. I don't care whose book it is, but let's be mechadik tefillah. The geula comes through tefillah. This is our lifeline. It's like a golden opportunity. Can you imagine somebody said, I got a tip for you in the market. I'd run and say, tell me, where do I need to read it? Send me the newsletter. It takes five minutes a day in English, and, mm -hmm. and I can understand it. And people have read it before, and they say they really love it. It connects with them. Tell me where to do it. So we started that, and I used to go to different cities, mm -hmm. and, and I would do the, the lecture, okay? And then we started to do the Chuva one, and then other communities found out, and they wanted to do it. So Baruch Hashem, Dallas was a beautiful experience. I'd, I'd walk around, literally, on Shabbos. You know, I, I told them I, I need to bring my roller skates, literally. You know, I, I walked six miles to one part of, uh, of the Devils in St. Louis, 
It was great wow. on Shabbat. So this is a 40-day project. So since El is in right. September, right. and El is a time for tshuva, and everyone's going to do tshuva, why not just maximize the power of the tshuva that we're going to do? Mm-hmm. So the 40 days, we're going to make it available. I shouldn't say we, Art Scroll. Unbelievable. Art Scroll is going to make, give us the ability to send out a lesson a day in their inbox, through the apps. You want to get the book, uh, we'll get it to you at a discount through the Vanitfila Foundation. Uh, no shipping charge. It's like it's all set up for success. This is win-win for mm-hmm. everyone. And I know you're going to be recording video clips uh, also. Whatever, right? I'm going to be to doing distribute. the Zoom uh, lecture for Northeast Philly. That'll be on the Tefillah. I, 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 hey, whatever somebody wants to be mechazik. Uh, this wow. is unbelievable. Could you imagine we got everybody in Klai Israel lockstep upping the ante and doing tshuva, connecting? Wow. The Avers and Shemai must be going, wow, look at it. This is why you guys are great. Uh, I'll bring you bracha. It's a huge schos. I had it a yom adin. Tremendous. No, I, I mean, no. I, I, I can't think of a better way to usher in the new year. Why do you think people have that feeling of inertia or feeling of fear or, you know, very often Ella will come around and people will say, you know, they won't tune in until it's close to the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I say, it's a tshuva. Sometimes we're standing on Yom Kippur and the inspiration doesn't hit till then. Why do you think people procrastinate, especially when it comes to this topic that you're going to be focusing on now? It's called Bechira. The reward, the closeness to Yebishter is so wonderful. It's so meaningful. It's so powerful. In order for there to be Bechira, we must have an equal weight on the other side. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the Yebishter created Pesargi Lenu. I'll give you a hergal. And not only that, I'm going to hide behind the curtain. Why? So the reward should be tremendous. In other words, if I said to you, I want you to get into a car, no air conditioning, it's going to be a bumpy ride. We're going to have 15 people. You're going to have to sit on someone's lap, but the ride is for five minutes. But you know where we're going? We're going to a bank. And we're going to, but but it's going to be a tough ride for five minutes. You want it or not? I think everybody... Almost everyone would say, yes, yeah, but for five minutes, oh, ow, I felt that bump. Oh, boy, I'm sweating. But there's another three minutes to go. And, and, and you know what's at the end? At the end of the five minutes, everything that I ever dreamt of. We don't feel, we don't feel that connection to the Yebishter. We don't feel the schar, true. We don't do mitzvahs for the schar. But the Rajva said, that's why, in What's the reward? Manasati. No, you'll have rain. Expect the Raj, but let the Torah talk about oil of my bar. No, oil of my bar. Nobody's felt it. Nobody experienced it. If I want to give you an incentive, it must be something, goes back to what I said before, hushis. It must be something that I can experience. You know why there's inertia? Because we're kind of confused. One more last vote, if I may. I hate to bore you with all the, because once I get started, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. I can't stop. Klai Yisrael, Nasa Vanishma, Kabbalah Satayra. Unbelievable. I mentioned before, they were oil regularly inspiration. Can you imagine Kabbalah Satayra? And what happens the next day, what's going on over here? How is it possible? Not only that, that's not the Yitzhahara's style. He doesn't go from zero to 100. Right. He goes a little, the worst thing for a Jew is to be confused. 
Moshe Rabbeinu, is he alive? The Sultan showed Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't alive. Oh no, he's not. Wait, I thought Moshe Rabbeinu, I thought he went to get the Torah. He's not coming down. Wait, wait. So he got the Torah. He did, he didn't. Mass confusion. The worst thing, if there's confusion. Tshuva. I, I, so so what, 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 what exactly do I need to do? I mean, I, I, do I say I'm sorry? Do I feel bad? Can I, I mean, but I really don't feel bad. But I say, I'm like, what are the, you know what? Let's all go and gain clarity. Five minutes a day in English, in your inbox. It will help to bring bracha to you, to your family, to Klai Yisrael. It'll bring the geula. And we don't have to go through all the tsaris to wake us up. It'll bring the geula. Tshuva. And the tshuva is not on the generations of the past. It's our generation. Last, last, last word from the Mechta Melio. You get into a dark room and you get into a light room. A room like this, well lit, you light a match, no one's going to see it. It won't illuminate anything. You won't even know that it's been lit. You get into a dark room. The smallest match is the greatest illumination. Our generation, dark generation, if we all light the match a little bit stronger, a little bit lighter, a little bit brighter, you know what the illumination can be for the world? You know what we can do? Could you imagine they'll say on our generation, we were the generation that brought the Geula. We were the ones that recognized we need to do tshuva the right way. We got the chizuk, the encouragement. We know the halachas five minutes a day. We do it together, the Achdus, the Tshuva, the Ruchnius, the Eivishter. Well, listen, the Schus is, the, you, have so, you have such a Schus because no, you're inspiring. The is, we all, don't you You're see? inspiring so no, many I'm, people to tap together. into it. We all do it together. Without art school, I can't do anything. Without my editor, I can't do anything. Without the person doing the lighting here, I can't do anything. Without the Eivishter, we can't do anything. But right. we all have our job. Mm. We all have our achrayas. If everybody does their little piece, mm -hmm. we can create the tapestry of this big, beautiful picture. Beautiful. And that brings the glory. So on, the, on that note, as we conclude, could you provide people who are watching, people who are listening, if they want to join this initiative, they want to tap into 40 Days of Inspiration for Chuba. Okay, the website is vaanitfila.org, V, Victor A, N, Norman I, T, Thomas E, F Frank I L L Larry Larry A Apple H Happy dot org. Okay. That's the website. You'll be able to see all the things we do. By the way, we do programs in the elementary schools. I'm not going to give you the details now about that. But for the Chuba thing, 40 days, as they used to say, for a limited time and a limited time only. Okay? This is the opportunity now. It doesn't come around every single day of the year. The Abishta is close. We need to you know, move our game up a little well, bit. Well, thank, thank you for doing this. Thank you for the inspiration. Emet Hashem, this should be the last, oh. uh, the last oh. Yimei Adin in Golos. Amen. And together with your inspiration, we should be zeichet to see what you described before. Together with all our inspiration. If I said this to me and to you, it would be great. Two people would do a little bit more or better tshuva. But we need everyone because everyone, whatever anyone does, Never shall
don't minimize the impact what any individual does. So with our collective inspiration. There you go. Thank you. We should you. see the Kaihanam Elavim you mentioned before, that incredible scene in Mitz Hashem with the coming of Mashiach, and we're uh, so transparency, grateful. Transparency, I'm a Kayan. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had an agenda there. <laughs> there, there you go. Uh, Uncovered so, as I always say to my guests, yes. continued with your wonderful works, with your wonderful initiatives for many, many more years. You've been very kind to give me of your time. I very much appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. My pleasure.